You are on Texas Standard Time. Many Texans are still feeling the effects of heavy rains this fall. In the hill country, places like Kingsland and Marble Falls still picking up the pieces after the Llano River breached its banks. The city of Austin is in the midst of a full-scale review into why its water treatment system was so overwhelmed it led to a boil water notice for nearly a week. And then there's Sonora, a town of about 2,700 people an hour south of San Angelo, hit by a catastrophic flood just over a month ago. Weeks later, how's recovery going? The Texas Standard's Michael Marks reports. There isn't much left inside Mary Perez's single-story house on Plum Street, so she's giving me a tour of what used to be there. The sink was here, the dishwasher was here, the pantry was there. We had a refrigerator here and another refrigerator back there. Mary and her family have lived in the house for 39 years. It's on the same spot where her husband, Frank, grew up. It's still home, despite the fact that almost everything has been removed from it. The Perez house is one of about 200 that flooded on the afternoon of September 21st. Inside, it looks like most houses in the neighborhood these days. All the appliances are gone. Every room has had at least a couple feet of sheetrock and insulation removed, and others have undergone a more drastic overhaul. This this was a master, it's a master bedroom, and as you can see, it was completely gutted out as well. The Perez house sits near the intersection of two usually dry creek beds that run through the town. Previous rains saturated the soil, and the creek beds quickly filled with water on the Friday of the flood. No one had ever seen that happen before, although this part of Sonora does sit in a floodplain. Mary and Frank waited out the flood at Sonora's Dairy Queen. When they got back, there was over a foot of water in their house. The flood didn't physically harm anyone, but anything the water touched had to be thrown out. The sound of whirring fans has filled Mary and Frank's house ever since, occasionally punctuated by this noise. It's the sound of a moisture meter. Frank's been sticking the gadget into exposed studs for over a month now, but the wood always comes back as too wet. It's barely stopped raining in Sonora since the flood, which has made it impossible for a lot of people to rebuild. If a structure is too moist during reconstruction, that can lead to problems down the road with mold. It's, a, it's overwhelming. I can definitely tell you that much. That's Berg Sims, Sonora's only code enforcement officer. There's a lot of people getting pretty aggravated. They want to get back in their homes. They don't have the money to stay in hotels or stay with family or just really don't have anywhere else to go. So they're just really ready to get back in their homes. But every time I go to check, it's still really wet. The waiting game is tedious and expensive, especially since most affected homeowners didn't have flood insurance. Local charities have raised some money to help with the rebuild, but it won't be enough to keep everyone in Sonora. Several people that are just like, you know, they don't have the money to rebuild or they're just packing up and they're relocating somewhere else. They don't have money to just buy another home or, you know, they're having to move on. Isabel Navarrete and her mom, Maria Quiroz, hope they don't have to move on. Next to the door of their wide, light blue house, someone has written a message in chalk reading Quiroz House Forever. The interior was completely gutted, so Maria and Isabel were sitting under the carport, sorting through items they'd been able to salvage. It's been like this for weeks, and Isabel is uncertain when they'll be able to move forward. We don't know how much help we're going to get, you know, and then we still got to pick up the house according to the code, and, you know, that's going to cost too. So uh, it's been... It's been hard. 
This has been an especially hard year for their family. Maria's husband, Cleofas, died in April. I guess we haven't been able to yet mourn my dad's going because he just barely died in April. And then this happens, and so it's like you don't have no emotions as far as I can say. Isabel was unsure whether there were even any physical mementos left of her dad after the flood. I walked with her to a little tan shed in the backyard that she hadn't looked through much yet. It was dark, cramped inside. The shed was filled with moving boxes, old toys, some ruined photos, but also... Oh, look! Look. Oh, wow. It's an old wood. A little wooden brown box with a couple hinged flaps on the top. A shoeshine kit that belonged to her dad. It was a thing he ha- he did for the weekends. It was his going out to town boots. <laughs> oh my gosh. And there's more too, hung up near the top of the shed, blending in with the wood interior. Those are, were his, um, oh my God, his crutches. Oh my God, those are centuries old, as you can tell. Look at that. You don't see the wooden ones like that anymore. It's not that Cleophus got hurt that much. He just wasn't the kind of guy to throw things away. Something Isabel and Maria are thankful for today. It will take years for them and others in Sonora to recover. And with more rain in the forecast, reconstruction will have to keep waiting. But on this particular afternoon, in front of the Quiroz family home, it's sunny outside. In Sonora, I'm Michael Marks for the Texas Standard.